The pottery that grows. It's This broadcast, Not That Deep, was presented by A-Track Studios. LJ and WPLJ. Recalibrating. Three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, not that deep. Brought to you by A-Track. to Vince again. Vince, how yeah, are you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty good. You, you know, it's almost like someone's deliberately sabotaging. Okay, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do you, this. What do you mean, Ethan? Uh, no, I don't. How about we do this, okay? We have lore for the podcast. I just want to come out and say it. This episode isn't canon, okay? None of, nothing in this episode, and that, that goes for the newscaster segment that's going to air in this exact same episode. Nothing is canon. Anything that happens there is totally not canon. Let me just say that. Um, Josh is here also, by the way. I'm sorry. What's up? How is everyone? I don't care. I can't hear you. That is true. You cannot. You cannot hear us. Anyway, um, yeah, this is a not canon episode, but we have podcast lore, and I just wanted to bring up that we have podcast lore because, you know, it's cool to mention all the weird things that go on when you hear people's voices that are like pitched down an octave and there's speakings and there's reverb and reverse and all these weird sound effects. When I get hit by a car, these are all things that, uh, by the way, you'd have to watch the, the YouTube segments for that as well. This is all lore stuff that happens. What are you doing, Vince? What is happening? What? Are you, what are you opening, bro? It sounded like you smacked your head on something. I did. <laughs> What'd you hit? Fucking, I don't know, a water bottle? Oh my god. Anyway, let's, Josh, how are you? How are you doing today? I'm doing alright, man. That's I don't know, good. I'm kind of tired. I didn't get to sleep very well this week, but I'm I'm chilling. I'm sorry, man. Uh, yeah, I forgive you. <laughs> um. So, so Lure is, is obviously a thing that we're doing. You actually didn't like it at first. Yeah, um, I don't know. I think I think maybe a lore episode is kind of what we might need, just because I don't know how willing you know the podcast fan base would have been to kind of go through things and figure it out otherwise. You know? Yeah, I want to put like a lore episode here, or I mean, I just want to be an. I don't want to like tell what's going on, so I'll give the basics, right? Um, the Liam Stryker show was a show we did in season two. Uh, we got somebody named Micah, who is also like one of our frequent guests for the podcast. He even co-hosted a couple episodes. And um, from there on out, uh, we he agreed to do the show, which was a comedy written show um, where he would be like a like a kind of like the newscaster. But it was like Alex Jones and like Mark Levin. It was a very like conservative uh, conspiracy theorist, like nutcase show. And I thought it was very funny. And he would talk about it wasn't politically charged or anything, but it was kind of around like conspiracy, you know. Um, but 
we developed it. We decided to take it and develop it into lore because it was kind of like a sore thumb in terms of the podcast. It didn't really make a whole lot of sense, but it was pretty well produced. It had its own music that would play and stuff, and it, it was fun. And uh, this time around, we we he went on to produce the show. Basically, what ended up happening, he had a business associate who sold him out um, and like left him and stole all his money and equipment. And then he became the the uh, producer for season three. That's why we're all talking in radio aesthetic. Normally we would sound like this and we would talk like this, but now we talk like this. It's a subtle change, right, Josh? Definitely. I would say that. <laughs> That's also why we have podcast intros and we have an announcer each segment. You know, it's very, you know, and we have ads and we say we're going to go away after this and all that type of nonsense because it is now it has been Liamified and it's different. So, you know, subtle changes. If you watch season two, you can always watch it if you want. It's not a bad season, but season three is definitely the better of the two. Yeah, um, and if you want to be a real fan, go check out season one on SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah. Season one's on SoundCloud, bro. Search up 8-Track Studios on SoundCloud. If you can find that, good luck. There's five <laughs> episodes. One of them's seven minutes long. Oh, my God. What did you do for season one? I wanted to do 20-minute ones because I thought we should have a shorter runtime. Uh -huh. And there wasn't any mini segment idea yet. Yeah. I still used the same intro music, but there was no fade out. So it was just kind of thrown together and very, very short. And it sounded really bad. Yeah. Gotcha. And, and like, you can tell, like, the energy's really weird. Did um, you have a co-host? Or, like, not really? AJ was the co-host for season one. No you wonder it was sorry. He was uh, <laughs> compensating. Yeah, uh, that's another thing, lore-wise. All of the co-hosts have gone missing, right? AJ has, Emily has from season two, and then season three, um, Alex, who is going to be the ghost, never even amounted to anything, and now we're with Rocky, and Rocky sometimes isn't here, and all that type of stuff. These are these are some sketchy things that happen, uh, you know. So that's got that's tied in with everything, and Liam is the key to all of this. All right, so we'll go to D3 2.5 when we come back. Uh, we'll have more of this. I want to talk uh, to both of you because I have something I wanted to talk to both of you guys about. Anyway, all right. See you guys. This just in, bringing you the latest coverage of your favorite Florida man stories. Around the clock journalism, strange paranormal activity, and one man trying to find what's really going on. Liam Strucker Studios presents D302.5. Hey guys, welcome back to Deep Through 2.5. I am actually insane. My name is Ethan Odegaard. I will be your host for today. How are you guys doing? Did you have a good week? Did you have a good weekend? Did you have a good week in between? We've got a couple things that are new. You'll notice there's no giant looming mic in front of me. That is actually a podcast mic that we use, courtesy of A-Track Studios. This stuff has been funded by Liam Stryker Studios. Uh, we've got our, our new mics here. Uh, same computer, same computer, but a lot better mics. Just so much easier to use. Everything's battery operated. I don't even know whose that hand was. I saw that, was not connected to a human being. It was just a stray hand in the environment. I'm terrified. For our first story, it's the Florida man story. Now we normally save this for last, but we've got a crazy, crazy story. All of us know President Biden. Everybody knows he might be from here. So people are asking me, why is this a Milford, Delaware story? Or actually rather, why isn't it 
a Milford, Delaware story. Well, the guy said he was from Pennsylvania. He left us and he abandoned us. So we will abandon him and save him for the Florida man story. It appears that, well, he left a dead animal on someone's property. That's insane. It was a Republican. It was racially motivated. President Joe Biden has recalled a humorous moment that occurred when he was a county councilman in the 1970s during an event with representatives of county-level governments from around the country, not county. I represented a middle-class district to a working-class district, which is already a weird sentence, but there was one very wealthy neighborhood. And I got a call one night from a woman who called me and said, there's a dead dog on my lawn. Mr. Biden said after unsuccessfully negotiating with the woman to have the problem dealt with in the morning, wow, that is just an awful thing to say. So I went over, I picked the dog up, she said. I want it out of my front yard, Mr. Biden recalled. I put it on her doorstep. The dog was a Great Dane. That's insane. Also, it's made up. I completely made up this story. No, I'm playing. This is on Yahoo News, as long as all the other news is. So we know that this is definitely a legitimate story. But my goodness, there's nothing funny about putting animal carcasses on Republicans' doorsteps. They're not very fond of that. They're not fond of Asians, so why would they be fond of dead animals? They don't eat them. Our top story, gang violence is on a rise in Milford. It's on a rise everywhere in Delaware. We're seeing a lot of it in Newark, seeing a lot of it in other places, mind you, but uh, Dover, Milford, we've seen a rise definitely in different gang-affiliated territories. There's a lot going on. Milford and Dover are actually particularly starting to feud a little bit. You see certain people on the rap scene being targeted by the opposing territories. We've heard numerous stories that have been emailed to us of, of shootings narrowly escaped. I know some people personally have been going through that. It's absolutely insane. We decided to get a guest on the show, somebody to join us. Uh, he's, a, he's a former gang member. Former gang member, I'm very happy to have him on. His name is Uncle Six, a name that I did not give him, and a name that I'm really upset that this bit now holds. Please welcome Uncle Six. How are you? How are you today? It was a really good show. If you are watching us from YouTube, make sure to like, subscribe, leave a comment. Tell us what your favorite part was. We got a lot of crazy things that go on here. I don't even know what's happening half the time, but uh, we will keep you informed with Deep 302.5. It is a segment that's very dear to my heart, even though I want my heart to be thrust out of my body. This has been Deep 302.5. And we're back. Josh, I wanted to talk about your analog horror background and how that kind of contributes to this stuff. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. How is it? How is, how is analog horror? Would you like to talk a little bit about how you got into it and how you got me into it? Absolutely. Uh, I didn't know that I was the one that kind of drew you into it. That's new information. Baddington. That's true. Okay. That was the beginning. So, I didn't know. Yeah, no horror before that. Yeah. Or, or so, analog horror. Yeah. So basically, like a couple years ago, I think, um, there was a bunch of reaction videos and stuff that I would watch because I was interested in horror and I was kind of getting tired of watching horror movies just because you got to sit down and, you know, devote like an hour and a half each time. And that's just not fun. You know, I get on my phone. I don't really like horror movies that much. I mean, I like them a lot for like story purposes, but they just don't scare me. Like they just don't get. Well, that's not my experience at all. Right. But, but um, 
So then I finally discovered some channels that are devoted to what I and, you know, many others call analog horror, which mm -hmm. is basically uh, presented as either news broadcasts or public service announcements that are then interrupted or they have to do with certain supernatural horror phenomena. Like you have uh, what's arguably the first analog horror series, which is Local 58, which was all about um, the small town like television station that turns into like uh, an impending alien invasion. And yeah. Very, very scary. Um, one of, Mandela Catalog is one of the most like famous so far. Yes, Mandela Catalog is... Oh, my goodness dude. in a good way so if you notice that actually has kind of influenced us a little bit um if you ever watch a newscaster video and you see a black screen followed by some weird audio clip playing brighten your screen it's not a black screen it's yeah. kind of what we call an alternate so the way that um mandela catalog works is there's these things called analog analog i was gonna say analog horror there's these things called um alternates that mimic humans they like impersonate them but they always have like one characteristic wrong with them so their head is like on backwards or their arms are too long or their face is just contorted it's very terrifying to look at especially when it's impersonating somebody so it's been very scary for me watching my face be like manipulated in photoshop to look this awful way um there's a reason to that but if you ever look carefully or brighten your screen you'll see those faces and, and they have a reason for being there um they suck yeah the episode i was hit by a car that uh that it was especially there yeah and that was terrifying that sucked but we got it from mandela catalog it's good they don't do this it's not like religious it's not the same it's not that log store it's just the element of an alternate that's all it is so there's no right. religious ties to any of this crap um <laughs> but yeah that's scary for those of you who might not understand why we just brought religious ties into this, um, the basis of Mandela Catalog is about how, what if God and, you know, angels and things like that were actually this invasive species that were trying to pass themselves off as deities, and that's sort of where the alternates came from? Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a lot, but it's terrifying when you watch it. Like, if you, if you're a lore person, you can get into it. If you're just a quick scare person... It'll take care of the job. I mean, it depends if you're into that stuff. Some people like gore over it. It's not gore. That's that's not what VHS horror or analog horror does. Right. Gore never gore never scared me or anything. But there's something about specifically it's like unsettling. disproportionate faces with staring eyes. Those are the things that really get me. It breaks the fourth wall at times as well. It can do that. Vince um, is right now staring into his camera. Yeah, he's going to turn into an alternate. No, I don't think anybody would want to impersonate Vince. They're just leaving him alone for that purpose. <laughs> they can't. I'm just too insane. Too insane. Yeah, they're like, this guy's nuts. We, we're actually pretty chill in comparison. They have mm -hmm. public service announcements about Vince. <laughs> I'm on FBI fucking watch this, bro. There's fucking um, terrorists, mass murderers. And then Vince. And then pedophiles. Oh. And then me. Okay, yeah, I was I was really scared for three seconds. That, <laughs> that was the last thing there. <laughs> Wait a minute. What are you saying, Vince? Oh no, that would have been terrible. Anyway, uh, Mandela catalog. Look it up on YouTube. It's it's really good. Um, but Baddington was another one that was basically it's like a Five Nights and 
at Freddy's ripoff. Kind of. I mean, it, it deals with animatronics. I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't say ripoff, you know, but like it's not. That was harsh. It's it's heavily inspired by it, and um, Walton Files is. Yes, that's a ripoff. Um, it's good, very good. I actually think it's better than Baddington. Baddington looks good. The story sucks. Right. Uh, so Baddington, um, Baddington is really good with presentation, but there's yes. stories all over the place. Walton, Walton Files, Files looks like it was drawn by a child, but the story is terrifying. But like a good child. It looks good. It does It does yeah, look good. A it's, good child, all right. Let's not go back to the pedophile <laughs> thing you brought up a minute ago. Shush. The scares in Walton Files are hit or miss, but like uh, a couple, a couple really stuck with me. All right, guys, we're going to go to break, but um, we have... I'm just going to say these real quick. Baddington was the new one. Uh, if you want, you can watch that like Christmas special that's not canon, that has all the characters. That's really cool. He He's also a YouTuber that does other stuff as well, but the horror stuff is what we're watching for. Um, yeah. Baddington's the first stuff I ever watched. Walton Files has a way better story. Not as scary, though, in my opinion, but it, it, it's got psychological things on this. Yep. Mandela Catalog is another one. That one is really that inspired. That one's kind of the best of both worlds, I think. That has a really yeah. solid story, and it has terrifying imagery. Yep, and then um, you said Local 58. Local 58 is sort of what started the trend of analog horror. Yeah, if you want to go back that far. And then, and then yeah, those are pretty much it for all of the ones that were... Oh, and The Backrooms, that's another one. That's very recent and ongoing, like... Well, all of these are ongoing, except for Local 58, really. Yeah. Well, The Backrooms, the back rooms as, like, a thing, has been around for a very long time, but people have just started making videos about it again. Somebody's doing a new one. What's the guy's yeah. name? Kane Pixels. Okay, so that guy... And look up his backroom stuff. And it interesting stuff. They're all really scary. Analog horror. They're, and it's all on YouTube, by the way. All right, we're going to go to our break. We are going to be hearing a bit from our sponsors over at Anchor.fm. We'll be right back after this. All right, we're back. Vince, talk about Vietnam. Back in the day, man. Back in the day, man. There were hella warnings. Oh, the laser. Yeah. He's putting the laser away. <laughs> <laughs> no um so i have been given the wonderful opportunity to go to vietnam this summer back to my yep. motherland and i was also given the opportunity to bring a friend with me and i was like you know what the ethan would probably hate but also enjoy it okay we're like really good friends by the way yeah despite all the nonsense we're like <laughs> really close friends so this this was something that you only offered to me yeah um so I would just like to state that as much as you diss me on like every piece of content ever, we're actually like really good friends. <laughs> um, you you said I could go. I'd have to pay yeah. for my own ticket though, which I don't know how much of an offer that is. I guess you offer to stay with you. Yeah. So like you'd be given food, housing, and a f over a fun time in caves, deep oceans. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. Perhaps the wonderful nightlife that is Vietnam. Pull some bitches, drinking at whatever age you want. So, do you think my nationality would make me more or less successful with the female market? Probably a bit female more. Market. I don't know. I was running out of words. I'm sorry. <laughs> Probably a, like a, a bit more lenient towards you. What does that mean? Like afraid or what? Did you, like, what do you mean lenient? Like lenient as eh, I'll do it, or like lenient as mm -hmm. get away. Yeah. Be like. Yeah, it's a white guy. Pretty new. Why not? Let's see how it, like how it goes. Like a trying out. I get you. I'll be representing. I understand. Basically. Just like a novelty item, I guess. <laughs> we will be staying away, mostly staying away from North Vietnam, though. Okay. 
for like you know your safety. Is it really that bad? Yeah, <laughs> not not that bad, but you know, it's enough where you notice. <laughs> you can actually feel the knives going into you. On that <laughs> <over there. laughs> no, uh, we were actually making a third channel called A Track Travels. Where Wait, it, really? Where it do- where it documents me and Ethan's trip to Vietnam. I thought we were just gonna put this like on the exclusives. Oh, you want to do that? That'd be fine too. But you That's know, the whole point exclusive content, and we'll make we'll do a track. I mean, we'll call it a track travels. We'll do like a mini series, but we don't need to make another channel for it. Okay, fine. The mini series works too. Yeah, people make too much channels. I know that they make like fifteen channels, and all <laughs> like of them Mr. get Beast. Collect- Yeah, and well, if you have almost a hundred million, you can do that. But like, for people just starting out, you make one channel, two channels if you really need to, and then that's it. And then you name like different things. Like we have all kinds of stuff happening on Atrex Studios. We've got studio sessions happening, which we need to upload more on. Yeah, you know what I don't like about Vietnam though. What? The uh, certain laws that I indulge in here in America that Drugs. I can't, like yes, that I can't do in Vietnam. Guns. So the. The drug laws in Vietnam are very strict. Okay. If you are caught doing or selling drugs, it could result in prison time and or execution. So how do they execute you? Gunfire, public execution, you know. Oh my god, bro. Chair, you know, it works. Josh, what do you think? You want to comment? I don't know. I I don't know if public execution was a joke or not, and I'm kind of interested. I don't know either. He could be lying. Vince could really be from like Guam or something. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, No, I. Yeah, that's scary, man. Also, editor, enjoy editing fucking three months worth of content for our mini. mini... We'll get a different editor by that time. We won't make Josh do that. Wow. Wow. Okay. You want to do it? Well, here's the thing. I do kind of. (laughs) I I do kind of want to see the vlog. Okay, yeah, because it, if beautiful. interesting stuff happens, and if like there are actual good adventures that you have, then yeah, I'm gonna be interested in editing it. So episode one is just us, like, is just like Ethan pulling up to my house, picking me up to the airport, right? Or me episode two is me dying because right. I said the wrong thing because Vince t- taught me how to speak Vietnamese incorrectly. This is gonna turn into a found footage thing. It's gonna be a, no, it'll be like you'll have to make it like a tribute to me. That's what'll you have to like find old footage and stitch together this like me talking about my dreams because I died because Vince Vince had me accidentally cuss out some Vietnamese guy. I am already working on it. <laughs> yeah, put nice. it together before we even go. Yeah, <laughs> I just got a new camera. An idea for that, Ethan. I have two now, so I'm really excited. <laughs> I, have, I have an idea, Ethan, for the two cameras. Yeah. What's so the idea? We have, we have the regular cameras recording, right? And for any go. bits we want to throw in there, we just have the second camera in the back so it like shows both you and me with yeah. the behind-the-scene kind of view. Oh, my God. And just us doing some dumb shit for the Sounds bits. Good. Sounds good. Sounds good. Or just, like fucking, or just a fucking uh, me point of view. Hmm. So how are we going to film the mini segments with two cameras? We'll make it work. You mean as far as the mini segments? Yeah. Well, I said for the um for the cooking segment we could have one camera, the higher quality camera set up so that it does the like shot of the room, like you know when you guys are in front of the counter talking and or whatever. One to personally hold. 
Yeah, then one we can freak him and we can just kind of uh, okay. just look around at the little details and people's faces and stuff. Deep through 2.5 uses a green screen. So how are we meant to... We don't have to use a second camera for Deep 302.5. I want to, though. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, it'd be cool. But if you guys we... find a way, if you guys find a way to do that um, and have it make sense and everything, then we absolutely have a dick go ahead. There you go. That's an idea. Okay, no. For the second point of view, for the news set, uh, newscaster one, don't green screen it. Where it's, like, where it's like a wide shot where it shows like me, the desk, and Ethan. Oh, I see. Else behind it, yeah, don't green screen that. But like the main camera that's actually showing the green screen, yeah, do that, of course. Could you actually, edit that? Like, into yeah, some... like a, a behind the scenes cam would be kind of interesting. Would you yeah. want to work with that? Um, I mean, we can always just do a trial run and see how it will work out. All right, we'll do it for this upcoming episode. So cool. right, that means it's already aired because it was the first segment to come out. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's go into music moment. Let's do that. We're gonna go to our segment. Music moment. Really excited about it. We got some good stuff that we are reviewing this time around. Something for the females and the gay males. Nice. And after that, we'll be talking about A-Track Travels once again with some Wait. more details and answering questions that Ethan or Josh might have for me. You are really into this idea. <laughs> I mean, it is a cool idea. but No, it is. It is. We won't be doing that. Anyway, we'll, we'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, the music you've been waiting for. Bringing the hottest new takes on diverse new music. Hosted by Anthony Fantano in high school. It's time for Music Moment. music moment i'm your host ethan how are you guys doing today uh this was definitely a more laid back episode of the podcast we were just kind of hanging out talking about some some lore talking about some uh some other things we also um our video segments are done on youtube so make sure to watch those it brings so much context to everything that we talk about on deep through 2.5 or shokugeki um the youtube channel really shows those episodes and what they're about. So make sure to check those out uh, when you're done listening to the podcast. For this episode of Music Moment, we're going to be reviewing um, an album by Doja Cat, Planted Her. Uh, it's her most recent album. I believe it came out in 2021. I'm pretty sure. Um, it's a really good album. I didn't actually have to be told to review this. I've listened to it um, before I even decided to review it. Uh, it was really good. She's one of my favorite female rappers. Um, I, I see a lot of people who are like, they, they really can't rap or they just talk about one specific thing, just sex. <laughs> and while there definitely is a lot of that, I don't know. I, I definitely see more emotional sides that were attempted on this album, especially the deluxe version as well. It has a lot of, just a lot of really clever wordplay that I'm just a real fan of. So obviously we have the most noted um, songs on the entire album. We've got Get Into It. We've got Woman. That's a really big one. Kiss Me More is another one. I mean, these are just these are ones that like everybody has heard, um, and they all come from the same place, which I just think is really cool. I'm definitely a huge fan of Need to Know. That's another big one. Uh, Love to Dream. You write Been Like This. 
options. I'm just going down the list. Uh, I'm a fan of all of them. Obviously, I'm a fan of the ones that are that are really big, but those ones I really like as well. Um, yeah, there's a, there's just a lot of really good songs. I really I really love the beats behind them. Um, I love some of her wordplay and also some of like her her cadences. Like some of the rhyme schemes that she can get into are really interesting. Like. I really like um, this one, like on options. This one is just insane. I don't even know what to do with this. See, it's really cool to see an artist who kind of started out um, completely on her own, now signed and just with the most top quality um, music videos. It's so clear she puts so much into her her craft. I also just really love her personality as well, outside of everything. Um, it's cool to see an artist that is as flexible as she is, making her way with just all these amazing hits that have really taken like social media by storm and then like unraveling it to see the hits behind those hits that are just wrapped up in this album like the stuff that is going on in the studio is absolutely phenomenal whoever she's working with is really good and uh i would give this album like a solid eight out of ten like it might not be the best lyrically but i definitely think in terms of hits and in terms of more pop songs it's it's really good For my personal pick, I'm going to have to go with 2009 uh, from Mac Miller. A little bit of a sad undertone before we get out of here, but I just really love the song. Uh, it, it's really been speaking to me personally because it really is about like when he first started all this stuff. You know, when he started rapping, it was really in 2009, like when he started taking off with these types of things. And um, when I started the studio, it was in 2019. So just, I, I like the similarity and, you know, I mean, obviously I have so much such a long way to go in comparison to him but you know hearing like an origin story and reminiscing on that type of time period is something that I do in a different sense so um, hearing a song that perfectly mirrors that for me is is really really cool That's pretty much it for Music Moment. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for watching, subscribing, turning on notifications, following, doing whatever you have to do. Uh, make sure to follow us on Insta, 8 underscore track studios. You can send us emails at hackteam at gmail.com. If there's an album that you really want to review, uh, you want to hear us review, excuse me, um, make sure to just send us that over there. That would be really cool. And yeah, this has been Music Moment. Let's get back to the main podcast. Tell me that I get her high Cause I ain't just supposed to fly I ain't asking why no more Oh no, I take it if it's mine I don't stay inside the lines It ain't 2009 Alright, we're back We're on our final Final little segment here uh, We can basically I don't have anything planned for this segment Okay, yeah. okay um, What else can I talk about Vietnam? Uh, how about oh. Josh say something? Hey, Josh, like, you wanna go to Vietnam? Vietnam? You're what? I said I'm actually kind of interested to hear about Vietnam. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is really interesting. Yeah. The legal drinking age in Vietnam is non-existent. You could be five-year-old, two-year-old, and purchase and drink on the spot. Also, 
A dollar is equal to 22,700. One US dollar is equal to 22,000 Vietnamese currency. Is that like, is that a lot? Because you know how, uh, you know how like in Mexico they do pesos in like 300s and stuff like that. Um, no, not really. Okay. Everything in Vietnam is roughly about 500, 1,000, 5,000, like $10,000, you know. Gotcha. Everything in Vietnam is $10,000. One apple, that'll be $10,000, please. No. Dang. One apple is probably like $1,000. I'll say you guys are really into mopeds over there. You're saying something about Oh, yeah. There is like a large like, amount of mopeds, motorcycles. So There's cars like, are a rarity. Cars. You see cars here and there, just not too much. Wow. And the traffic there, oh my god. Because they don't like... Uh, on a highway, right? You could so you could see somebody walking across the highway, and there's a bunch of bikes just driving around him. Oh no! And it, even the shopping district of certain areas, you see, like there'd be like a, like a skinny, like two feet, like walkway for people to walk around in. So do people just die? <laughs> no, no, they, they don't die per se. Feels like it's kind of like Italy, where everybody just kind of figures out how to yeah. do things. I don't know if you've ever, uh, yeah. Out- Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Vince. Oh, I was gonna say that it's like it's like that one meme where it's like if only if um if guys drove, and it's just chaos, but also controlled chaos where it just like it works. Yeah, that was worth cutting off, Josh. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was just gonna say um I don't know if you ever heard about how driving is in Italy, or if I ever told you what it was like when I went there. Um, you but... went to Italy. I did. I went to Italy like uh, a couple years ago. Without him? Way. Um, this was before, like, this was right before actually I started working uh, on the studio and stuff like that. No way. Um, Dude, I'm like Italian. I always wanted to go. Yeah, there. it was super cool. We went to Rome and we went to the Amalfi Coast. There was the, uh, like, we went to the Colosseum and everything, and it was great. But the driving is terrifying. <laughs> um, we had. We had one driver specifically that I remember. We took the taxi to another part of the city because we were having a tour there. I forget exactly what it was, but that's not important. Um, mm. A taxi driver took my dad's instructions to, like, you know, maybe step on it a little bit, a little bit too literally. We yeah. were moving very, very fast. And then he says, I know what's going to save us some time. And without warning, he drives on to, like, the trolley tracks <laughs> in the city. I'm not joking. You can do that? You can do that. It's, like, it's right alongside the street and everything. Like, you can, there's, ba- yeah. there's not even, like, a barrier or anything. He just starts driving on there. And all of us are holding on white-knuckled for dear life. And he's just, like, normal Tuesday face. <laughs> are you guys, so. like, hey, man, don't? I mean, we we all kind of figured he knew what he was doing, and he did. <laughs> I mean, he got us there quickly and alive. Yeah. That's which terrifying, was, man. Yeah, it was a it was an experience. Wow. Okay, we have to like see how how bad traffic is compared to Italy to Vietnam. You know. Yeah. Well, when we film it, we'll have something to show. Yeah. Awesome. You have to be very careful what you say around cops. That's like an actual thing that I'm being serious about. Okay. Like how? Like what do you mean? For Ethan, it's better for him to not say anything at all when cops are around. Because like cops has like so much power compared to you know regular people. Do they have like? Are they racially motivated? I don't know. I don't think so. Unless you like you piss them off in the wrong way, but they're easily pissed off. 
especially North Vietnamese people. So using the transitive property, we can deduce that they are racially motivated. You said they're not unless they're angry, but they're easily angry. So they're <laughs> basically. So when there's cops around, just don't speak at all. That I won't. I don't, I'll, I'm not gonna forget much either because you know my Vietnamese is mid tier. Oh my god, we're gonna die. <laughs> we're gonna die. That's it. It's over. <laughs> I know enough. I know enough to get by. Yeah, you do. I don't. You don't talk when cops are around, bro. What if when they ask me to... a question? Do yeah. I just go? No, I'm not answering you. This whole experience just kind of sounds like a one-eyed man leading a blind man around. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> Ethan, when you're in Vietnam, you're essentially a black guy in Brooklyn, America. All right, on that note, we're going to go back to our <laughs> Studios. We're going to go to Ajax Studios ad before Vince says anything else racist. We come back, we're going to end this okay, night. Listen, okay. It's not racist if I'm a minority. It's friendly fire. We'll be back after this. I'm not even going to touch that. Friendly fire is still a problem. You know that? <laughs> if, I, if I'm in a war with somebody and I shoot my friend, I'm going to have to answer way more questions than if I shoot the enemy, okay? <laughs> the friendly fire doesn't make any sense. We'll be right back. Oh my god. <laughs> hey guys, I want to tell you about Atrax Studios. Atrax Studios is a studio that makes this podcast going to do even more for you. You want to make a podcast? Come to us. What about help with editing or filming? We got you there. You want to make your own music? We have that too. Atrax Studios is the best place to go for filming, editing, music, and even a podcast. If you're interested, find out more at Instagram at 8 underscore track studios or email us at atrackteam at gmail.com. We're a fight with swords. And we're back. <laughs> there was no context. I just had to put that in. Wow. <laughs> you want to fight with swords? He just said, do you want to fight with... There was no context. Why? Because my, my cousin has, has a bunch of fucking swords and weaponry that we could use. Guys, this has been the podcast. Uh, <laughs> I, sure, I guess I'd be cool with doing that, I guess. Are you a LARPer all of a sudden? What's up with that? I'm kidding. But hey, do you want to go to you want to see a day in life in a rice farm like, with a rice farmer? I mean, that would be sick. Yeah, the day to day. Yeah, we could actually like do what they do. You know. Okay. We spend a day working the field. Sounds. Good. It's not that day is not going to be fun at all. But you know. Oh, okay, sounds good. Well, hey, listen, let's double back. Get some uh, analog horror things. Josh, have any questions for me? Have put um, some, yeah, yeah, do that. Give us a recommendation of what your favorite analog horror is. I that wouldn't want to go at all, but okay. <laughs> I'm talking about Josh, yeah. And I asked Josh, Do you have any questions for me? He's like, No, yeah. um, not that I can think of. Uh, I don't know, maybe I'll maybe I'll just like DM you if I have any questions or anything like that. But it sounds really interesting, and I'm excited to see mm -hmm. uh, the footage when you guys get back, yeah. The food there is very interesting because, like, it's so, like, some of it is so, like, you wouldn't want to eat it. You, like, you wouldn't, like, think of eating it. And then you try it and actually pretty good. <laughs> like hmm. the snake. Yeah, like snakes. <laughs> yeah. Ethan, do you want to eat dogs? Eat a dog? No, Vietnam. So, like, 
in North Vietnam, it's like very, it's like it's a thing where people eat cats and dogs. But in South Vietnam, they really don't do it. Oh, okay. Well, I can't go up there, right? I'll be, I'll be shot or stabbed. You can go, you can go up there. He's like, get what you say. <laughs> you know, guys, this has been the podcast. Um, <laughs> we we upload. Well, hold on a second. Give me. I, I spelled rice. One second. What are you Asian now? Yeah, bro. I think it's pretty obvious. You've been turning me Asian. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. We upload. We upload on Wednesdays and Sundays at 10 p.m. We upload the cooking segment Wednesday at 10 p.m. Also with the podcast episode, but there's also a video portion, and then the same deals for Deep Three 2.5 Sunday at 10 p.m. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We also have Twitch. Um, way too deep underscore. That is our Twitch username, and uh, we stream from time to time. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, sharing, subscribing, turning on those notifications. And yeah, this has been Not That Deep. Thank you guys so much also to my guests who joined. And uh, yeah, this has been Not That Deep. Recalibrated. Three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, Not That Deep. Brought to you by Pink Track.